The Road to Rediscovery is sponsored by BetterHelp. Let me ask you something. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? You know, for me growing up, feelings of anxiety, inadequacy, doubt, and even imposter syndrome got in the way uh, of me reaching my goals and reaching my full potential, right? So BetterHelp addresses these and more. It's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and, get this, financial aid is even available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. They mean it. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Road to Rediscovery. That's Better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And there's a special offer for our Road to Rediscovery listeners. Get 10% off your first month when you register at BetterHelp.com slash Road to Rediscovery. We're all on this journey of life together. And it sure feels good to know professional help is within our reach with BetterHelp. Again, that's Better H-E-L-P. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Our lives are laid out on a road of bumps, turns, struggles, and more. How do we respond? How do we endure adversity for learning and growth? I'm Aubrey Johnson, and we'll explore these questions and more on The Road to Rediscovery. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on life lessons to learn and grow from them, and of course, pay it forward to uplift others who are struggling. You know, on The Road to Rediscovery, we are passionate about giving you quality content in every episode. If you like what you hear on the show and would like to support, just visit roadsrediscovery.com slash donate. That's road, the number two, rediscovery.com slash donate. We'll even give you a personal shout out in a future episode. And as always, there is no obligation. We are truly, truly grateful for your listenership. Now, in past episodes, you've probably heard me say that I was a military brat born on an army base with both parents who served. My mother completed her service after seven years, but my father ended up being a career man retiring after 20. As a teenager, it took me some getting used to not seeing my dad in uniform every day. But that is just a microcosm of the adjustments he's had to make into civilian life as a husband and father. Well, my special guest is intimately familiar with this. He is with Get Back Incorporated, a California-based nonprofit dedicated to helping America's veterans by providing permanent and transitional housing, as well as empowerment counseling, skills training programs, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, Please help me welcome Tobin Moore to the show. Hey, Tobin, how are you doing, man? It's great to have you here. Oh, 
you know, I, I'm excited to be here. I'm being for great. Uh, and thank you for uh, this interview. And I can't say enough of how you reached out to me and we connected. And I'm just excited about what we can do for our vets. Absolutely. 100%. I'm equally excited, Tobin. So let's just start by, by sharing with the listeners uh, where you're from and, and, and what was life for Tobin growing up? Okay, I'm originally born in San Francisco, and I left San Francisco when I was five years old and moved to East Palo Alto. Okay. Uh, yeah, and so, uh, yeah. Nice, and nice. So I, I, I grew up in East Palo Alto and San Francisco because every summertime, you know, I went back home, of course. <laughs> okay, okay. No, that makes yeah. that makes sense. And, uh, and so your whole your whole born and raised uh time has been on the west side right on the west coast oh, bay, bay area yeah the bay area the bay area gotcha okay yeah. uh-huh. very nice very nice so um let's talk about this uh, this this wonderful nonprofit man but before we go into it um can can you share uh, ha- have you have you served or you you have uh parents who served or friends who oh. served that's a that's a very good question. I I grew up wanting to go into the military because of, my mailman had been into the military and we used to talk all the time. So mm-hmm. I was I was actually uh, you know shooting hummingbirds. I mean I I was the rifle guy and all that kind of stuff. So I I, I have a really good shot. And I was thinking about being the sniper guy. Yeah. But when I, yeah, but when I uh, when I got older. Uh, when I turned 18, actually 17, I asked my mom, could I go? And she said, no. Mm. Uh, yeah, all of her brothers have served. Uh, Uncle okay. Raymond, Uncle, Uncle James, and Uncle Herman mm-hmm. served. So uh, I wanted to serve, but she wouldn't let me go, which, of course, I cried. Of course, right. I was kind of hurt about, about that. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, um, you know, I just... Uh, you know, I just wanted to serve and I couldn't serve. So when I when I got into real estate years ago, I had some properties that I had owned and I had to get some renters out of them because they weren't paying me the house note. They were paying okay. the note. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, that's when I went to Loafs and Fishes and um, I met uh, Sister Liddy from Loafs mm. and Fishes. And so it kind of changed my life and direction when I saw those homeless uh, veterans on the street. Mm, it really touched you, didn't it? Yeah, oh man, I, I, I mean, really, you know, I mean, to the point where, I mean, I I, I don't know if you ever, ever experienced it, but when, when the spirit of, of God really connects with you, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it, so... Right. Uh, I just I just begin to weep, you know, I, I uncontrollably, yeah. uncontrollably, and I don't tell the story that often, but uh-huh. I uh-huh. I ask God, what can I do? What am I supposed to do? And so right. that's what that that's what came to me. You know, help the veterans start to start helping the veterans that mm-hmm. you saw, mm-hmm. but don't put the veterans in the house. So mm-hmm. so in two thousand and two, I started working on it. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, I'm doing, doing loans of real estate <clears throat> at the time. And I'm going to tell you this much. I still remember my, my moment with God 
while I was right in my uh, garage. And, and I asked God, what should I do? And I, all that stuff. And God told me, help the veterans. But I'll tell you right now, man. He said, don't do nothing else but that. Mm. Right? And, I, and I was doing loans and real estate. Right, right. And God said, stop doing that. Mm. And, I, and I said, I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Got to keep food on the table, right? Yeah, right. But I tell you, I, honestly, man, I couldn't close a loan. It couldn't sell a house. About six months in, I couldn't, couldn't it just, I couldn't close a loan, couldn't sell a house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I had kind of dropped the ball on this thing. And then I've got back in that same position, in that same garage in Elk Grove. And God stopped me again and said, I didn't ask you to do the best <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I'm crying again, uncontrolled. I said, okay, God, okay, God, I'll do it, I'll do it. Yeah. And so I was in 2003, and so I just kept working at it, put some veterans in the houses, and of course mm-hmm. they run around. I was playing the house, no bringing them food, bringing them clothing, right, all right. that kind of uh, But then I fooled I got my nonprofit status in February of 2007, February 24th. Okay. 2007. Mm-hmm. So I've been... Uh, under the radar, if you will, uh, uh, sure. just do, just doing the work, you know. And so yeah. I got connections like uh, Mr. Uh, Gambles out of uh, Mare Island. He's a veteran. Mm-hmm. Does my claims for me. Mm. Okay. So when, right. When, when I run into veterans and they need the claims adjusted, I I'm the guy who sends them to uh, Mr. Mr. Clyde Gambles. I so, see. So, yeah, and so, I, in fact, I just got Clarence Johnson, CJ, call him CJ, Clarence mm-hmm. Johnson that paid somebody like $25,000 to, to try to get his 100% uh, disability because he's, uh, uh, he's a veteran, but he's a uh, purple heart. He's got two purple hearts. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Man, he's a amazing. Yeah, he's a friend of mine, and so I got a lot of veteran friends that uh, you know, fortunately, I just, I don't know, God just put some pride in my life, but I just got him his 100% about two, three months ago. Okay. Got it. So, yeah, so my thing is just, I, you know, I would have been a veteran, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. so, so, so everything that goes on with veterans, I'm, I'm always in it. Amazing. Man. Yeah. Man. In fact, just uh, we just on February the twenty fifth, we just had an event honoring our veterans. Good, very good. Yeah, man. Yeah. We had a, at the Bonnie Pinnell Center in uh, on twenty fourth and uh, and uh, Mac twenty uh, fourth of Meadowview. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I just we just put it all together, man. I will take a picture of of my. Uh, it wasn't a flyer, but it's a, uh, you know, it's just information about the event and all that kind of stuff. It's like right, a poster. Right. poster. I guess. So, so uh, anyway, uh, you know, that's, that's this is all I do, man. I mean, not all I do. Of course, I do real estate. I used sure. To do it, but I, I'm involved more into uh, rehabs now. Okay. So I'm doing a lot of rehab work on different properties and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and what have you, but it would be excellent 
to have a, a, another facility because I had a 10 bedroom that I had to give back, of course, but uh, mm -hmm. to the, the owner because I, mm -hmm. I didn't own it. But, you know, to, to, to get a property, like a little 10 bedroom, I don't even care if it's a fourplex. Right, know, right. What? But I'm here in Sacramento, man, you know, just still at it, man. And, uh, you know, it'd be nice to get some some help along the way. You know, it would really be nice. No, I understand. I understand, Tobin. So um, and thank you for sharing that, man. Um, what is what is your scope when it comes to veterans? It sounds like you have a pretty broad scope of veterans that you that you support and help and, 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 and you know, and just and just, you know, provide and, 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 and help uplift. Um, like, uh, are you, are you in touch or contact with, uh, veterans, um, as they are like shortly after they're discharged or maybe say five years after discharge, three years after well, discharge? Well, yeah. Uh, I, fortunately I run into veterans that are actually homeless. Okay. Okay. So, so I, 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 I start from right there at the bottom. Gotcha. So, so like, uh, uh, Mac, for instance, he lives near my house. He, he stays in a tent and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I always bring him food, you know, and all this mm -hmm. other stuff. And so, but, but, but when I first got started, that's mainly all I was, you know, doing is getting the veterans right off the streets, you know, blah, blah, okay. blah. Yeah. But now, but now I, I, there's different organizations that I've connected with. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. So, so right. So, so they do a lot of that first work, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then we will take them for in, from into transitional housing and, and have them to become or get or receive permanent housing. Nice. So that's what we do. We, okay. we, yeah, man. I just got a guy call me uh, the other day, Charles. He's a veteran too, disabled veteran. Yeah. And, and so uh, Charles is now getting four thousand dollars a month. Wow. But yeah, he just got his disability. Got a hundred percent disabled. You know, he's hundred percent disabled. He's in a wheelchair and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I've been knowing Charles for oh god, I don't know, six seven years, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's in transitional right now so he called me up he wants me to help him buy a house so that's the kind of things that get back does i, I have a uh don don his name is dan parisi dan parisi is with coffee real estate okay so dan is, the, is our go-to guy when somebody wants to buy a house so, so you uh, have your own network of, of, yeah. of getting this all set up and making it happen for these veterans. Yeah, man. I, I even have uh, John Westfall, who is our architect. So you have architect, you have claims, you have, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just yeah, all the I, players and stakeholders you need to make it happen. All I need is the finances. I was talking about that to the council member, May Bang, uh, at our event on the 25th, but yeah. Uh, I also have uh, Curtis Smith, who's a, my, our developer. Yes. But but Curtis is also a contractor. So he, he can build everything that John Westfall draws. He can build it out. Man, Tobin, that is 
tremendous. That is tremendous. I mean, because uh, the great work that you're doing, man, obviously takes a lot of resources and it takes a lot of networking and knowing people, which which you do. And so, um, you know, to 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 have the resources you do and to channel it in such a way that that is life impacting, man, changing the lives of 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 these men and women who have who have served this country. And and speaking of that, I wanted to ask you, um, what are some of the common um, backgrounds of these these veterans um, that, that you've that you've come across? Uh, I know, I know, you know, they've been homeless, but um, I'm wondering what are your thoughts on, um, you know, has, has, has the country or does the government or country um, do what's necessary to help veterans in transition or could more be done? Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Oh, you, you opened up a can of worms now. (laughs) oh mg yeah man here's the thing man here's the thing it's disgraceful i'm glad i I could i could talk to you or talk to your podcast people whatever but it's but it's it's, i I really want the president and people who can make some changes here what i gotta say yes sir here's the thing here's the thing man they have unfortunately push veterans off to the side completely, man. They care about dogs and cats. Oh, they wow. do human beings, man. I get you. Ever, you. Hey, listen, man, have you ever really sat and, and, and took a look at those commercials? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know yeah. what, man? And they, they'll, be, they'll be two, three, four minutes into a commercial about a dog, man. Dog. Yeah, but they don't want to help our veterans, man. And I, I, I'm sorry, I'm getting loud. I don't apologize for getting loud. I am. I have. I've had it with with with, with the government, man. I'm telling you, I've, mm-hmm. I've had it mm-hmm. up to my neck. And so and so, but I'm willing to work with the with the uh, with the uh, federal government. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to work work with the federal government and the government. Period, man. But they don't right. care about veterans. And it's yeah. sad because I would have been a veteran, right? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what, what, what trips me out. What act just crawls right under my skin. They go right into our uh, high schools and, and, and colleges and, and, and uh, you know, sign them up to go to the military. Recruit, yeah. Recruit them. Recruit them, right? Yep. Man, they turn them into killers. And after they turn them into killers, they send them back home and slap them in the face. Yeah. If they if they make it home. If they make it home, that's right. Yeah, yeah. If they make it home, and these days and these times, it's uh, it's it's it, it's taking a chance. It's taking a risk, you know. And these these men and women who who take that oath to defend their country, you know, they have families. Their husbands, their wives, right. their mothers, their fathers. Okay, um, they're a son or daughter of of someone, you know, and uh, and and it, it and it, it's not like after you serve, you just ride off into the sunset and you're discharged. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of 
support and counseling that needs to be done to readjust back into civilian life. Is that right? That's exactly right. Because they come home, man, with PTSD and all yes. kinds of different psychological uh, situations. And, uh, you know, that's part of what we do, too. Good, there's, good. There's, there's, yeah, there's different organizations, man, that uh, I'm connected with that, mm-hmm. that handle that part. Now, I'm, I'm not a psychiatrist, you know. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But but they they know how to tap into uh, those veterans and stuff like that. And I actually there's another veteran that I uh, that's on my board. His name is Michael Levester, and Michael uh, he's he's a playwright. And he does movies and all this other kind of stuff. Right. But I want I want to start uh, videoing those veterans and their stories. Yes. 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 Yeah, we want we want to we want to have a platform for these veterans to yeah. tell their story if they're willing to tell tell their story and to talk about their journey, right? And talk about, you know, what drove them or inspired them to defend their country, to take that oath. And then, you know, if they're willing to talk about life in the military, um, did, they, did they do a tour? Did they do numerous tours? Um, and, and, and then of course, adjusting back into civilian life, you know, what was that like? Uh, when you reflect back now, what are the things that you've learned about yourself when it comes to adjusting back? Because I truly, truly, and I'm not a veteran, I'm just a military brat, but Tobin, I, I truly believe that Every, every person who serves, who is um, honorably discharged and, uh, and they're going back into civilian you know, life needs help. Everyone every needs single, help. Every single one of them, man. Uh, there's a, a guy that I send veterans to that come right off the streets. Yeah. And uh, they do uh, detox. Yep. See? Yeah. So, so, so that's that's what I see is 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 folks, man, that served in the military, mm-hmm. put their lives on the line for our freedom. Right. Come home, <clears throat> and, and 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 basically get slapped in the face. Yeah. And yeah. every time they go up to the VA, they give them the runaround. So, yeah. so, so here's the scenario. You go to the military. You, you kill people for the, for the government. You come back home. You got PTSD, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Your, your wife realizes now you're not the same guy. Right. So now you got to go. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. else. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then when, you, then when you go somewhere else, they, they, they say, wait, man, wait, wait, wait. Go to the, go to the VA. Let the VA help you. Mm-hmm. And they go to the VA, and the VA say, well, you come back next month. Mm. And then they go again. Oh, no, we got we to gotta have the doctors. Come back next month. Right, right. I mean, they give you the red tape. They give you the, they give you the, the, the you know, the, the stone wall, man. You run right. into that wall, bam. Yeah. And about, four, about three or four times hit that wall, man. You done got frustrated now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, now you... what do you do? What do you do? 
you go back into your old behavior, right? That's right. Say, okay, well, guess what? I I can't get nowhere. Let me let me drink some of this. Right. Oh, let me let me smoke some of that. Right. Right. So I, I, yeah. So because they don't get the help that they need, they 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 they, they do that. Yeah, and and you know that leads me to ask Tobin, um, because you know, like you mentioned you know, they go back to the original behaviors because they hit a brick wall each time they try to get help from the VA or, or, or somewhere else. And, and so, you know, we, we have these veterans, these, these, these strong men and women who have defended our country. Um, you know, some are addicts, some are um, alcoholics, some right. are suicide, suicidal, you know, and, right. and, and so, and, and, and they all have PTSD, you know, and, and, and that's, that's the, one of the biggest obstacles in adjusting or get overcoming to adjust back into society and civilian life. So, um, you know, how, how do you navigate or help that person navigate around that addiction? Let's say they have an addiction and they're homeless and you're providing housing for them. But uh, part of that support also includes rehab. Is that right? That's exactly right. Before you can start even housing that veteran, yeah, that veteran needs to be first of all evaluated. Yeah, and then and then taken care of. And what I mean by that, is say say for instance, he's been smoking uh, crack a lot, uh, right. for a year for years. Yeah, they go into the detox. They already been drinking a lot. Mm -hmm. Randy, I, I call Randy. Randy will put him in the detox thing. Mm -hmm. see? Mm -hmm. And then and then, you know, that's that's the, that's what I mean, that has to happen in order for them to even get into transitional. They yeah. can't come in at my facility or even in transitional. Uh you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I got you. It, 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 yeah, it's just yeah. it's not gonna work. I don't care who you who you get in front of my front bring in front of me. That's right. If they if they haven't did the initial thing, which is getting off that stuff, right? And it used to be a lot of heroin and all that. I don't know too much what goes on now, but mm -hmm. I know I think it's a lot of uh, from what I can tell, it's a lot of uh, that um, not PCP, but they they smoke they smoke the stuff. Uh, it's like crack, but it's not. Okay, I, I got you. The name of it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but they do that a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, meth, mm -hmm. meth, that's it, meth. Oh, the meth, they yeah. Smoke that meth, yeah. man, and it, it's it's like everywhere here in Sacramento. Oh wow, is and that other right? Places, yeah, oh yeah, and other places too. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you gotta get that veteran who's been sleeping out in the street, sleeping in the what I call sleeping in the bush. Yeah. You know, you got to get them out of there, man, and, and, and say, hey, man, you know, you ready to clean up? Because, see, you can't. The thing about it is, no matter how you might try, because I've been through this. I've been doing this with you for, oh, but almost 20 years now. Oh, wow. Here's wow. the thing. Here's the thing. You, I, there's no way I can make that veteran want to wanna, wanna be uh, clean and want his own house. Right. Unless he wants it. He wants, yeah, yeah. He's got to make that decision for himself. He or she. That's that, yeah. That, he that, or that, she. That's right. That's right. And yeah. so, uh, uh, you know, I got a guy now who I bring food to all the time, and I mm -hmm. think now he's ready. Okay. 
you know. Okay. So, 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 I mean, it's that's how it is, man. It's piece by piece. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. Veteran by veteran. Yes. Because you know, when I'm on the streets, I'm always helping, right? Right, right. Whatever I can. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. This other guy, he he happened to be there uh, the other day. And he said, oh, man, thanks for bringing him some food. I bring him food all the time. He, yeah. he, he's some guy. He's a friend of the veteran guy. Okay. And Mac, Mac is his name. So I told Mac, I said, man, I, I, you know, if you don't, if you're not ready, don't waste my time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Because I can get him 100%. Well, at least I can, I can get his claim looked at. Right, right, right. And yeah. see if he, because I don't know what his condition is. He might be getting me. Maybe he can get 80%. I don't know. But hey, that's a start. You can get his claim looked at, you know? That's, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a start, man. Ugh, man, Tobin, you are one busy cat, man. I, I don't know how you keep track of all the names and, and each person's situation, but, but man, you, you are doing it. You have been doing it almost 20 years absolutely amazing man uh let's do this okay because of the great work that you're doing and continue to do tobin um can you share for the listeners uh just give us a glimpse into a success story okay someone that you ran into who was homeless they that now whatever habits they have they kicked uh they're in housing they maybe found a job they got benefits you know the, the the whole spiel uh just share a okay. success story with us. Okay. Uh, there's a guy who I actually grew up with. And mm-hmm. actually, you know, I know him personally. Okay. Which, which you know, <laughs> I know what he used to do. Okay. Right? Gotcha. And so, uh, yeah. And so I helped him out years, this years ago. Okay. Uh, and so I, he got clean. I told him to go to the VA. Mm-hmm, in Menlo mm-hmm. Park, he got clean, started working for the VA. Oh, he, very nice. He was, right, because he he knew he knows how to do janitorial work. Gotcha. Understood. So so the VA kept him on, and he just retired not too long ago. You got his name kidding is, me. His no, his name is Greg Davis, and he lives in in uh, uh, in Oakland. Okay. Okay. So, so that's, that's one of my success stories that I'm really glad and proud about because his mom, I know his mama, I know, I know his dad, his dad passed away, but mm-hmm. I know his sister, Denise and Dennis and all that kind of stuff. And Floyd. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I helped him out. And, and, and so it just, it, in fact, you know, that's what this is really for me is all about. Yeah. It, it, I never really had any grants, you know, Right, right. Got of money like that. Yeah. So I, I just, you know, it'd be nice. Yeah. But, but I, I get my reward from success stories like that. Makes sense. Makes a hundred percent sense, Tobin. And so, you know, twenty years of doing this, all the different veterans that you have worked with and continue to work with, all the different experiences that you've had in this space. Um, when you reflect back say 10 15 years with all you've learned and all you've encountered what has that experience taught you about tobin moore that i am a compassionate person 
Right. Uh, and I can't, yeah, I, I cannot and will not just walk past the situation. Right. Right. And and act like you know, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I I didn't I didn't see what I thought I saw. You take and, action. Oh yeah, I take action. I I can I can even give you a. Thing. I show you how I am. I went to my auntie's house. This is about eight years ago, somewhere in there. <clears throat> Uh, she called me. It told me, "Can you can you come fix a uh, uh, fix my uh, my tub because it's leaking leaking downstairs into the, my unit downstairs." Mm-hmm. So I go out, go to a house in San Francisco, man. <clears throat> she leaves in her Mercedes. Next thing I know, well, let me back it up a little bit. I had to go get some flux. I don't know if you know what flux is. Anyway, I I had to weld the pipes together, so I just had to get, go get some flux from the, a hardware store. Right. I said, hey, Michael, you want to come with me to, uh, to the store real quick? I'm, you know, just going to go to the store and be right back. Yeah, he said, yeah, come on. I'll go. Man, guy gets downstairs to my car. Normally, <clears throat> normally, man, I do not open the door for people. Right. I'll open my door and mm-hmm. then maybe, you know, go to and then maybe pop this thing on, on the other side. But I don't go to the door where they're getting in. Right. And open it open for them. It. Right. Man, I did that this time, and man, no, I'm I'm looking up and say, "Hey, uh, we got you now." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? She can't save you now." And I'm looking up, said, "Man, what are you?" And I'm looking up and say, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. What you talking about?" Because I was right there in front of the other guy, right? They okay. Wanted to keep, they wanted to kill him, and so he pulls out this big forty-five, man, an old school. Oh man. Yeah, man, and I jumped in front of it like four times. Yeah. I had to because it was going to kill him. My goodness. You got to be kidding yeah, man, me, I man. Said, <laughs> yeah. And until this day, man, I ain't going to, I wasn't afraid of nothing at all. But man, no. looking back on that. Yeah. Woo. And he, if, if that would have been a hair trigger one, I, I wouldn't even be here, man. I mean, literally. I'd say, hey, man, we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you kill my brother. Right. And I'm not going to let it, let it happen. I'm not going to let you do it. You don't even know him, Toby's not your brother. Which was true. I didn't really know him. Right, myself. right, right. I'm no. not going to kill it. So so it's things like that, man. I mean, we have to, I think, stand up, man, for what we know is right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I mean, John was a, a good example of that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, that brother that just passed away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. He, he, he said, man, good trouble. I got you. Good man. trouble. That's that's what I'm I'm about. I'll get into it with you. Yeah. But, you know, but but you're doing it for what's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's good trouble. Yeah, that's good trouble. I understand. And I love how you turn that good trouble, Tobin. Good trouble is when you're in a disagreement with someone or you're fighting for a good cause, you're fighting for the good, you're fighting for right. And, you know, it leads to trouble, but you're doing it for good reasons. You're doing it for the right reasons. And uh, man, I got to commend you um, for being a person with compassion who takes action and, 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 and protects his brother, man. And like you said, with that, uh, you know, with that dude taking out that 45, you know, every little, Every little detail was a matter between life and death. 
if it was a second later or a second earlier, it could have made a bad, a big difference for the worse. If, uh, if, if it went like an inch this way or an inch that way, it, it could make, uh, it can make a big difference in a good or a bad way, you know? And so, um, God was looking out for you, brother. I know a man. I mean, really, he just, I, I mean, I amaze myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, I really do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you, man. So, so, so Tobin, how can the listeners connect with you, learn more about get back incorporated and, uh, and, and, you know, do what they can to help America's veterans? Well, uh, you know, if they want, they could go to the website, which is www.getbackinc.org. So it's www.getbackinc.org. Okay. And, uh, you know, they can contact us and, and, and you know, if they want to donate or something like that, they can. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, in fact, uh, I was in the process of reestablishing uh, some things pertaining to PayPal and all this other stuff. Right. OK. <clears throat> but um, if they want to, I don't know if people do this that often now, but they could send a send a check or whatever to okay. my, my office. OK. You know, okay. write yeah. a check. And to my office is it's, it's 75 76 Stockton Boulevard 75 76 Stockton Boulevard yeah in Sacramento California Sacramento you got it man you got yeah. it and you know what I'm going to put that address as well as the website on the episode show notes so that when people see this episode and they uh, they 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 tap play to listen to it. They can also click the links or uh, send a check to that address directly from the episode show notes. So, uh, Tobin, man, I really really appreciate you coming on the show, brother. Just sharing sharing uh, with the listeners the great work that you're doing um, and 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 fighting the hard fight, brother. Fighting the hard fight to uplift our veterans who have put so much on the line to defend this country, man. God bless you, brother. I appreciate you coming on the show. Hey man, you know, I'm just doing my, I'm, I'm just one guy doing what I think and I believe is right. <clears throat> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, it just breaks my heart, man, that, that veterans are being mistreated like this, man. And here's the, here's the thing I want to add to this. All right. The government trains our our kids and stuff like that to become killers. When they come back home, they don't have nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. And they do it to be, it seems like they do it on purpose. Mm. Okay? Because mm -hmm. see, here's the thing. A lot of those veterans that have gotten hurt in the military now should be getting uh get their claim adjusted right right because they can't hear a lot of them can't hear you know yeah. whatever <clears throat> so but here's the thing the va doesn't really help them like they could or should i guess i could say okay 
So what happens? He gets frustrated, like I told you. Then, then he gets kicked out of the house, all stuff. So now he's sleeping on the streets. Mm-hmm. Well, and then when when he goes to the VA, the VA, oh no, no, we can't deal with you because you know now, of course, he's homeless, so he ain't took a shower in in a long time. Right, and they don't right, deal with right. They don't want to deal, deal with him. His, mm-hmm. his attitude is bad, and all this other stuff, right? Yeah. So then they 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 say, no, we don't want, we can't help you, and they do that to me. They do it on purpose because they owe him a lot of money. I follow see. me with this. If you got twenty five veterans that could have claims but the VA don't give them that claim they end up dying on the streets yeah they, they never keep the money. That money huh and they keep the money the, the government the VA I mean yeah man yeah yeah listen the government prints money right if they really wanted to help veterans man they could do it mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But they leave it up to people like me to do it. I got you. I got but you. All, but right. But see, but I'm I'm willing to do it anyway. But but what I really would like to see happen is some help from some other people that are like me. Mm-hmm. And the then once we set it up, the government will, I believe, want to have us help those veterans and what i mean by that because i have a, a, a grant writer too sherry she's a grant writer so okay. i have a lot, a lot of connections and mm-hmm. so anyway um sherry is a grant writer see what we need now is another address yeah that's yeah. all we need we need a, we need a, that's what i'm working on right now working on another facility good good see once we get a facility again she'll write the grant for us it'll take us about six eight months to get the grant right fuck it uh, if we had one like right now, she could start writing it right now. And then uh, about in May, June or July, rather, we'll hear back from the government as to uh, if, if we got the grant or not, granted the grant. And then uh, then they fund it in October for two years. So I really have been working my behind off trying to get another facility, another property. I understand. I understand. Man, um, hey, let's stay in touch, all right? Because I, I, I'd, I'd love to have you back on the show to give an update, letting us know if you got that other property, and and the you know the and, and and maybe give a shout out to the people who have helped contribute in uh in in the funding and the construction of of that of that second facility because um, that can only help our veterans, right? giving them right. another place, another resource. And, uh, and, 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 and that's something we definitely want um, the listeners and, and the overall public to know, you know, and like you, man, I'm just one person who's just doing my part, trying to have a platform to where people can tell their stories and tell the listeners about the great work they're doing like you. And uh, if everyone does their part incrementally, we can change the world and make it a better place. I truly believe that, my brother. I truly believe that, man. And that's 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 what my my head is. Man. I, I I believe it. Yeah. I mean, I'm so I'm sold out on it, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I believe, man, that together we can do it. But yeah. you know, got all these people. The other, you know, they 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 wanna. I don't know, man. It seems like to me, you know, from what I can tell, 
They want to steal all my information, right? And get all my resources and stuff like that and get this. Because it's a lot of money, actually. I haven't gotten any of it yet, but <laughs> it's, it's a lot of money that you can get from the government to help veterans with housing. Oh, sure. And training. And that's yeah. what we do. Yeah, I have a yeah. I have a guy, Bob Vesger. He trains veterans for us, but I haven't been able to pay him. So he uh he uh works with the schools, the high schools, and consumers river college too. Gotcha, so he, gotcha. He, yeah, he trains veterans in uh in construction work. So okay. he's been waiting for me to get the funding that I need so I yeah. can pay him to do the training. Understood. Man, man, Tobin, man, you got a lot, a lot going on and it's a lot of good going on, man. So uh, we're, we're going to wrap it up right there, man. Uh, I, I, I can't tell you how pleased it has been for me, how it warms my heart to have you on the show uh, and, and talking about this great work, telling the stories and sharing the success stories with the listeners as well. Um, hey, just keep on pushing, brother. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Hey, man, uh, thank you, and keep me in your prayers, man, and uh, I just believe that God's going to supply all of our needs according to the riches and glory that's in Christ Jesus. I just believe it. Amen. 100%. I do, too, brother, and that's where the faith comes in, right? Oh, man, without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's right. Without faith, it is impossible. And to all the (laughs) listeners out there, I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to the show. (laughs) All right. And and look, if you have a a loved one or a friend who seems to be at the end of their rope, um, down in the dumps, not sure where to turn to or who to turn to, uh, I humbly ask that you please share this show with them. Because on the road to rediscovery, we want our listeners to know two things. Number one, you're not alone. That's right. And number two, there is always hope. That's right. The road to rediscovery, it's a movement, a revolution. And guess what? You are now part of it. We're all roadies on this journey of life. And it sure feels good having you on the road with me. Thanks again for listening. We'll chat again soon. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Roads Rediscovery. We'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email at roadsrediscoverypodcast at gmail.com and leave us any questions or comments you may have. The Roads Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production.